hello, welcome to t the, I think this is going to be the 10th episode of Tech Lively we'll put out, oh, um, yeah. which I am super excited. We are doing our first returning guest with Sam Ellis. Thank you for coming back. Hey, how are you? Doing okay. Um, yeah, okay. Well, you know, I'll say great. Yeah. I'm doing okay. <laughs> we are not, we, we are thriving pretty well. Um, so we talked in what, October? Yeah. Something like that last semester. We kind of went over the highlights of like what SGA is just yeah. to kind of set the the groundwork for who, people that don't know what what y'all do yeah. um now you're 10 months in yeah just how's it been the emotion i've been feeling lately is whiplash okay <laughs> it's like I, I used to like talk about the sga president as like a planes walker you know you're like walking between like just students and admin mm -hmm. as like quote unquote seamlessly as a 20 something year old can mm -hmm. which is like not <laughs> And I, I was at I was at the Board of Regents Tuesday, and it's just this beautiful, chaotic thing where you have 26 schools just ranging totally across all <laughs> spectrum education, and you've got like two or three representatives from each of them being governed by like mostly business people who are friends with the governor of Georgia, and so you're just Delightful. like you're just trying to understand oh this God. like conference room of people who should never be in the same room together, <laughs> and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> And it's like, you know, it ranges. It's like, you know, the first presentation was from Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College, and they were talking about their nursing program mm -hmm. and their agriculture program, and just like all these awesome contributions. Then it jumps straight to like a Georgia State grad, and she was talking about like astronomy and like her thesis, and she mm -hmm. did a three minute thesis presentation. And you're like, there is so much going on here. Yeah. How is like one group of people running all of this? <laughs> and like, if that helps you understand anytime things are difficult. Yeah. Being those those meetings are public, by the way. You can watch them or show up to them, and they are just They're the time. best thing to watch. <laughs> um, and I think they'll only be better to watch when I no longer have a stake in things. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine you wouldn't have to think as hard of yeah. what you, you just have to enjoy. It. You don't got to say anything. Well, this one this one was good though. I'm optimistic after this one. Okay, good, good, um, good. Yeah, that that's part of the whiplash. Sometimes it's, it's really great a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Part of me thinks if we, there's so many different kinds of schools here. Sh should we compartmentalize in some way? But yeah, I don't know. I'm not that well versed to make an educated opinion about that. Yeah, I, I'm curious how like other schools do it because other schools like California systems a giant system, and I know Georgia mm -hmm. hates being compared to California. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if you want to talk about another really good school system, objectively, they are yes. one of our peers yeah. in terms of being state run and good across the board and a comp competition in terms of who we even get here as well because yeah. caltech gets and uh, yeah, just, yeah a various number Absolutely. of california schools get a lot of similar yeah applicants compared to who we get no we leapfrog in the rankings constantly all while still being able to be public and affordable yeah. which is amazing but over there you know they have different chancellors at each school whereas we have one you got the one yeah right. um so it's interesting it is kind of interesting um i came out of that one really excited though because uh, we're gearing up to release a letter supporting SAT, ACT test optional policies. Mm -hmm. And unprompted, USG actually said, hey, we're considering test optional policies, um, which is huge yeah. for equity of admittance. Yes. And not even, you know, now the SAT is going virtual. The rural access is just you can't. Yeah, you can't different. access the SAT if you don't live in the right place. Yeah. And, and that's so many people in the state of Georgia. Yeah. We can't just be only accessible to folks who live in Atlanta or Metro Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm actually really optimistic um, heading into the cycle right now. Yeah, that'd be a, 
I, re- I remember I used to work in the admissions office and I'd get questions about that all the time. Yeah. And that was still, I, I know, I know the office there was still, was starting to kind of pick up energy. I'm like, yeah. the, okay, maybe the tests aren't the greatest thing. This is all pre pandemic before yeah. it's obvious where the errors were and yeah. having to force this. But I got a 30 on my ACT, which on yeah. the bell curve is like very much on the left side. And the, I yeah. was not near the middle of the pack on the, I want to say wrong end, but on the, the lesser score side. And I tell parents, I'm like, I don't know how I got in with this score. Yeah. We barely do. But it also goes to show it didn't matter that much either with how that admissions process goes. We know holistically you are way more than a few test scores. And some people just suck at taking tests. Yeah. And just don't work well in the pressure cooker of like, okay, let's sit you in a big old room and you got two and a half hours, write five essays, go. Like, yeah. That's not realistic anywhere else. Maybe law school or (laughs) something like that. Hey, as someone who just took the LSAT <laughs> and I took it in this room. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um <laughs> because you can't see this room cuz we don't film these things. Imagine a, a pretty uh, well, it's got some tech flair, but you know, white walls. It, it looks it looks like a classic American office. I've tried to personalize it. We've got my bitter southerner flag. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um now I haven't replaced the photos at all yet. Um I think this photo over here is from like 2005 or something. Oh my. A little bit of history. That's cool. Yeah. There, there's like a, there was an old photo I found of like a, a, a sand pit that was funded by SGA. And it was like SGA pays for sand. <laughs> and that that's the hard-hitting advocacy that that's, I want to see. That's great. Um, okay, last time we talked, that was it was before Omicron yeah. showed up. So we basically, we were like phasing, like I think when we last talked, we were like kind of like out yeah. of COVID. And then we dropped straight back in. And I checked yeah. the numbers today. And it's like, oh, okay, now we're like at the bottom of this. Yeah, Next we're like seven valley. day, seven seven day rolling average. It looks now. a lot better than it did la- this time last week. Like, yeah. How did how did that play into what you were doing day to day? Oh, well, we worked with Dr. Hong. She's our yep. VP for Student Engagement Wellbeing, um, and now the Student Engagement Wellbeing Division. We're helping them distribute at home testing kits for symptomatic oh, folks. I saw that, yeah. Um, and like four candy and KN95s a week for folks who want to wear those, um, which in terms of you know Omicron prevention, that is the mask to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we sent out some a newsletter detailing how to get all that stuff. Um, you know, it's back to your classic. You gotta bridge the empathy gap with professors. Mm-hmm. We have to be accommodating. We have to make sure that students can miss class because they're not well. Because if you can't miss class because you're not well, you're gonna come class unwell and you're gonna give everyone COVID. So yep. good luck. Um, you know, but numbers are down again, and that's part of where the whiplash comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I'm torn between wearing no mask or wearing a KN95. Yeah. No, it's, it's like... We, <laughs> yeah, there's arguments both ways right now. It's just like, to some extent, if the doctors want to be done with this, yeah. it's like, it's on. It's all on you now, not on us. But at the same time, it's like, well, I still want to do things. Yeah, I, I want to do the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, with the New Jersey governor just pulling back the mask mandate for their public mm-hmm. schools, it's like, oh my God, like, you know, that, that's, a, that's a democratic that's state. That's a sign. That's a sign. Yeah. yeah. At least of socially where we want it, it points yeah. it's I mean, it's a much stronger point of where we want to go which we all knew we yeah. wanted to go there at some point it was just okay well how long until we pull the trigger do we do yeah. this for five years do we do it for three years i remember when we thought we were doing this for two weeks yeah and i remember when it was gonna be a special spring break i was yeah i was looking forward to like oh we get the <laughs> extra week and then we come back okay that's fun and yeah then three months <laughs> later i'm still still in the same room like oh baby oh boy um since we last talked, what have been what have been your highlights of things you've seen on campus happen that was like you know that made me feel good? Yeah, um, SATACT coming along well is making me really excited. Nice. 
Um, the syllabi repository getting launched is huge. Ooh, yeah, yes. Um, and we met with the provost today. We're working and we're whittling away trying to get CIOS uh, data released so students can make an even more informed decision as to what's happening. Oh, that would be so nice to have. Yeah. Um, we're working on syllabi standardization right now. Um, so incorporating... You know, more than just having that mental health module as a part of Canvas, mm -hmm. but incorporating mental health into all syllabi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, I was really lucky this summer. I had a professor who I emailed him. I said, Professor, I, I, I'm, I'm anxious today. Mm -hmm. I, I am not well. I don't think I'm going to do well on my test. He said, all right, you got four extra days. Nice. But I was only able to do that because I knew that he was an accommodating professor. Right. And I knew that because he teaches a massive lecture class. A ton of students know exactly what his character is. Mm -hmm. And I was able to say, hey, when I'm having a tough time, I can come to him. I can trust him. And so we need to have a piece in silhouette say, hey, mental health, this is how I am. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of transparency that I want you to have with me and that I will have with you, and I will do my best to accommodate. That's nice. Um, so we're, it, it's, a, you know, using the syllabi as an empathetic document hmm. to make sure that you know what you're signing up for, both in terms of course load and what your relationship with that professor is going to look like. Nice. Um, nice. So that's a major piece that we're working on right now. Um, Zero waste game days are still churning along. I'm um, trying to get that down as much as possible. Allison is doing an amazing job. Um, Rupkatha and Ajanta. So Rupkatha took over for Grace Swift. She's our new VP of External Affairs. Okay. Um, Grace is getting a well-deserved break at GTL, nice. um, which good. we Lord knows we're tech students when we describe more studying as a break. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. My brother went there, and describing his time there as studying, I think, would be a stretch. <laughs> he yeah. seemed to only be in other countries while he was at GTL. But yeah. <laughs> You may as well. You know, you need it. Um, but she and Ajanta are working on um, Medicare, Medicaid acceptance for stamps right now. Oh, nice. Um, we're looking, our early data is coming in. About 10% of students um, rely on Medicare and Medicaid. And so the decision by Georgia Tech to not accept that at our health services, we've got great health services, yes, which don't get nearly as much funding as they need to. Um, they're funded primarily through health fee, which is bonkers. Um, they, they need more money and more staffing, yeah. and they are being worked way harder we do need to make sure that students are able to access these resources. Yep. Um, so just everything that my cabinet's doing, and I, Lord knows I skipped literally half the members right there because they're all doing just amazing special work. That's, that's really cool. Back on the CIOS thing. Do yeah. We, when, like, I, 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 mean, I assume there's been some student affirmation, like they would want to see CIOS, yeah. but like what, how much of a sense from the student body did you get? Like, okay, yeah, I do, would want to read like some, some, messaging that was in cios because i could also imagine there's yeah. just some like like this, this also sounds this sounds like we could be getting into like amazon comments territory oh, there's gross stuff no where just like this shouldn't be part of what i'm reading like this isn't like yeah how do we if we get all the way there how do we filter out the stuff that clearly just isn't helpful yeah so that'll and, that'll be something we censor along the way potentially okay. or we we will figure out if we censor it okay. at all you know if we just have a code that gets rid of curse words and slurs mm -hmm. maybe um, also for me though, I think it could be good to hold the student body accountable yeah. and say, Hey, this is what you're sending to your professors. Um, yeah. is this how you want to represent students? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I see both sides there and we're going to, we're going to work it out with the folks in charge of the faculty, mm -hmm. um, to figure out a way forward there that I'm really excited about because that just is one more tool for students to make an informed decision. Um, part of the discussions we're having right now is, you know, Academics want to make what they call kind of stickier courses, stickier mm -hmm. majors. Um, neuroscience is considered one right now where you join it and you love it and you stick with it. Yeah. And so the goal is, you know, professors don't necessarily like syllabi week mm -hmm. um, because and because you transfer out of the class. They yeah. have to redo their numbers. It's difficult. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm going, hey, I've walked into classrooms before. 
seen what the professor was doing and walked right out. Yeah. And so, you know, we do need that freedom, mm-hmm. but we do need to make sure that, you know, we are signing up for things. Originally, we're not blocking each other out of classrooms yeah. that other students who are on waiting lists want to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is just one more tool to, you know, make sure that there's less fluidity during syllabi week and students are choosing the classes that they're going to want to stick yeah, with. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, there was a, this was my last semester here. And there was a couple of classes I had the option to take to fill like my last Shelley requirement. And one was like a professor, like I kind of knew wasn't my favorite, yeah. but I was like the topic seems kind of fun. And then the other was like, okay, well it's just not that professor, but I didn't really yeah. have as much of the like, okay, let's get into the nitty gritty of like, yeah. okay, what am I going to be going through? Yeah, and it was a, a decent amount. Like the title gave both the class titles gave it away because Scheller's pretty straightforward. Yeah, in that, of course, it's a little bit easier, but it still was like, okay, no, I still switched from the one I was in to the other one because I was like, ah, yeah. you know what? I think that my ga- my bargain's a little bit better here. I yeah. got an extra day off of no classes, which was fun. Oh yeah, but. It, but yeah, I, th- that makes sense of just like, okay, when you don't, when you're not restricted to like, okay, I have to take these five things yeah. this semester and there's some fluidity. It's like, okay, if you get a better sense of that then, or maybe even like having, oh, we should just have recorded lectures that just go up. Yeah. That would seem like a, a g- decent idea. It's yeah. like the repository, like, all right, one the pr- professor gets to pick one lecture a semester that just goes up and that's representative of, okay, this is what it kind of looks yeah. like. You can watch it and get a sense of what happens. That'd be awesome. That's getting really into a sticky area with IP. Okay, that makes sense, um, yeah. But that could be something we talk to professors about because right now, you know, professors who were very opposed to recording all their lectures throughout the process of COVID, throughout mm-hmm. the whiplash with that, they're saying, you know what, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll record lectures. Um, and, and there are opinions that are changing there. So, you know, I think it would be really cool to be like, hey, here's five minutes of my lecture. Yeah. Here's a speech that I care about. It's, yeah. Um, and that could definitely be something that we experiment with to be like, hey, this is another tool in your toolkit to yeah. make informed decisions for classes. Yeah, we have we yeah, we're tech. We can do something like that. Yeah. In some <laughs> way. <laughs> um, I remember the last time you used the analogy of that, like SGA is the fan that uh, yeah. protects the things it's coming. It's still true. Yeah. 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 What was there anything that was coming close to the fan that we may not have gotten a sense was coming that thankfully was was uh, staved away? Um, I think. What have we been preventing lately? Yeah, something we thought we kept from the fan is coming back, but we'll see oh that in a couple of weeks. Oh dear. <laughs> um, you know, fortunately, I think we kept most of our crises to the fall. What's been mm-hmm. funny is uh, I was talking with Pooja. She was SGA president two years ago. Mm-hmm. And she goes, she was, so does everyone have tuberculosis? Is that like <laughs> occupying 100% of your time? And I was like, no, we just kind of passed that one. We just we just kept moving. Yeah, yeah that was what, what like a, a week a week yeah. worth of like oh we might have it and then just nothing. Some, something that we are doing right now, and I and I think this was one where we saw things were not great, and and it will be a touchy subject. So trigger warning: okay. student death. Um, so take however long off from the podcast if you don't want to talk about that, um, or hear about that. Um, there there have been some changes in the way the institute communicates about student deaths. Mm-hmm. And that came out as kind of problematic Mm -hmm. um, for students. You know, students who were close um, to students who passed away became the chief communicators Mm -hmm. um, because we started following this concentric circles model of, hey, you know, okay, we're going to send an email out to this person's residence hall, Mm -hmm. their major, and their clubs. Mm -hmm. And that left kind of the close friends being responsible for communicating that to a lot of students. Mm -hmm. And it left the kind of second and third degree friends totally caught off guard yeah yeah um and talk about whiplash between those two groups yeah for sure and so 
a way that student government is stepping up right now is we are partnering with the Counseling Center, and we're also looking into a relationship with, with folks who are trained in this kind of communication, mm-hmm. um, be that a funeral home or a local newspaper, um, but to, to safely and effectively communicate to the student body when we lose a community member. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's a way that we're filling in right now. Um, because truth be told, you know, it, it is better to hear it from students yeah. um, when something as tragic as that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we want to take that burden off of the shoulders of students who all of a sudden were tasked with this thing. Yeah. You know, if God forbid I passed away tomorrow, I've got a long list of people I love and care about who would not get that email. Yeah. Um, and so SGA is filling in that way. And we're, uh, we're starting to host vigils. Um, where the vigil form is going live on the website pretty soon here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that be it a student death or even something that traumatizes a community, mm-hmm. um, like the, the terror, the domestic terrorist threats against, uh, Spelman, Albany state, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and Fort Valley state, you know, we can come together, um, and have, and, and be in community with one another when that happens. And so we were creating a vigil request form that will go live. And that's, uh, that's a space that we're going to start filling soon here. Okay. Um, I, I think Georgia Tech needs to mourn and grieve and process together with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have a cover-up culture, but we have a move-past culture. Yeah. And I, I think that this is a good way for us to work through that. Have some sort of pause yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, I still remember my, I think it was my sophomore year when we had the, the unfortunate string of deaths that yeah. was like multiple in the semester. And I was just like, good God. But yeah. I could, I mean... I can see the other side of it. It's just like, okay, some people, maybe they don't need to get that email. That yeah. keeps them going a little bit better. Yes. And, and that just, I think that that plays into a little bit of like the keep moving yeah. side of things, I think. But there is something to be said probably for, yeah, I yeah. mean, if you don't know this person, they're in a completely different part of the campus from you. It's a yes. large campus. There's 15,000 people here. I mean, statistically, stuff like this is just going to happen. Yes. And so if we had to do this whole campus-wide thing every time, eventually we'd stop. We'd, we'd, we'd it would just block block us in yeah. some ways. You so. know, there is validity to the belief that deaths come in threes. Yeah. Um, and, and that there are efforts we can undertake to prevent that. Mm-hmm. Um, just after the first time I saw this policy go through, I said, you know what? There's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah. And so we're sending out emails that say, hey, trigger warning, don't open this email. If you don't want to open this email, mm-hmm. starts with a ton of resources and, and just try and, you know, do justice to right. folks yeah. who are part of our community. Yeah. My, my, my dad's a pilot. For 737, he goes, he goes, look, when someone passes away at Delta, they don't just email the 737 pilots. They mm-hmm. email everyone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that no one's ever going to have the right answer yeah, to. Yeah, no, it's rough. I mean, if we knew how to an- answer death, <laughs> we would have done it by now. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's something. Um, okay, let's go to a lighter topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw you at a number of the volleyball games yeah. this year, which were, Your by jackets. golly, just the funnest things oh my God, this yeah. year. Um in general, what is it about going to tech games as one of the leaders on tech's campus that just like makes like why do you go like wh- what's what's the point for you to go to these to games? support students like yeah. and I like I get yeah, yeah I get that it's like tough to say that without a hint of irony but it's like those are students those are students who are doing bonkers things yeah. on a regular basis I mean you, you see that they, they they'll go to Winston Salem and just take out Wake Forest yes. have a test on Monday come back and take down yeah whoever on Wednesday yeah and you know part of my work with student athlete advisory board with the athletic association is supporting these students who are doing the most for us Mm -hmm. who are truly serving because we have the highest ranked athletic program of any school with as few sports as us 
Yeah, no, that's true. I think we accounted with plus. So it's fourteen. I think. Yeah. We have right now fourteen yeah. or seventeen. It's it's tiny. Yeah. And it's just it's it's amazing and special. Mm-hmm. It is so special that we because every one of those those are all incredible students out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Who are balancing a workload that I never could. Yeah. You know, there are so many jobs on this campus that I could never do, and that is one of them. Yeah. Um, and just getting to pack O'Keefe and cheer for incredibly talented students like that. The when you're when you're a leader on campus, the most important rooms are the one where no one's watching you. Yeah. When when someone else is out there doing beautiful special things, mm-hmm. that is when you are most proud to be a Yellow Jacket. Yeah. No, it's those are some of my most. Well, yeah, yeah. In terms of seeing what this place produces, yeah, those games are, yeah, just incredible. Because you see, okay, you no, know, yeah, I I see them every day because them yeah. of them are in shell. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know what you're doing. Yeah. And I know what I have to do. My workload is, so I know you have at least the much the amount that I have to do. Yeah. But then you've got to basically perform at a pro level of a sport that very few people can. It's amazing. And we have professional level players, especially on our women's basketball team, like yeah. Kubai and Meyer, certainly at least professional level right yeah. now. Um, we've got Olympic swimmers on our team that are oh still coming here. Uh, our golf team is regularly great, and they don't play to your campus. No. Because they can't really fit a golf course inside Midtown. But no. Well, I mean, the Atlantic Station practice course is impressive. That is really nice. I really, I really, I, the, like, as soon as I got here, I was thinking, okay, how do I get on that thing? Yeah, literally. I, I don't think we can, best yeah. I can tell. Um, yes, that golf place. <laughs> I think it's the Noonan <laughs> Golf Facility. I know Matt Kuchar was involved. Yeah. Which, good fella. My dad managed to yeah. record a video with him one time at a, some fundraiser thing yeah. to basically get... It was a motivational video to get another friend of ours to not stop playing golf. Hell yeah, and good. he was half half drunk, <laughs> so it was delightful. Good. <laughs> yes. Um, so you got what two months left before two three months I'll before? Be a, the, I'll be a lame duck in a month and eight days. Month and eight days. Okay. What 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 in that month and eight days do yeah. you want to see happen, or do you want to do in your role that? Yeah. Can make one one last little bit of impact. Yeah, I've I've got two presidential projects that I just need to grind out and. and be happy mm-hmm. um which the sat act thing that's separate that's rukatha that i'm helping her with on that mm-hmm. she's gonna do amazing that's gonna be easily that that will be a legacy period mm-hmm. because that will be so huge for equity on campus yeah. diversity every metric i mean the fact that last year we're able to increase diversity metrics and overall enrollment metrics at the same time that's good that's, that's good unheard of yeah um my two projects I'm working on, the first is I just need to hunker down and write the Student Needs Committee charter mm-hmm. and get a dedicated group of students on campus there to make sure that students' financial needs are met in mm-hmm. terms of housing and security, food and security. Still, one-tenth of students who need Columbus Kitchen resources actually access it. Um, and so I just need to hunker down and write that charter yeah. and get it passed. Nice. Um, the second piece is uh, namings, um, and this is going to be... Uh, this is something that you'll kind of I'll explain it more when it actually is fully released. Okay. Um, we have four buildings on campus named for um, Confederates, um, Jim Crow law authors, mm-hmm. um, individuals who benefited from enslaved labor, um, truly just reprehensible people. Yeah. Um, and that's Peter's parking deck, Howell residence hall, Harris residence hall and Brown residence hall. Okay. Um, and so USG uh, is not considering renamings of those buildings at this time. Um, tech is in a really tough position because as much as those people suck, we only have four of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, schools like UGA has like 28. Yeah. Um, one different. of them being the Grady School of Journalism. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, I hate being a follower, especially at Georgia Tech. Yeah. 
but this is a situation where we're not really allowed to take the lead. Yeah. Um, UGA wants to change their names. They need to change their names. Yeah. And we need to be able to do it in the manner in which they do it. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, uh, I'm working on basically an honorary recognition of those buildings. Okay. Um, on paper, they're really only recognized by their last name. Mm-hmm. So is there a way to say, hey, no, 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 this isn't the Julius C. Brown Residence Hall. We, the student body, recognize it as the Charles M. Brown Residence Hall, ah, named okay. for a Fulton County state senator who is widely beloved for all of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just sort of, that, you know, SGA president only has a, so many pieces of hard power. Yeah. But speaking on behalf of the student body is one of those, it's one of the lovers. Yeah. And it's like saying, hey, you know, you can you can leave the word brown on the side of that residence hall. We're not thinking about that guy anymore. Yeah. He didn't even go to tech. He just maybe donated some money mm-hmm. or maybe he helped us with a few funding bills in the state legislature. Right. But we're not over it. We're not we're not we're not with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And so doing just sort of a an honorary reckoning with that sort of thing. Yeah. And at least we have some precedent with that, with what we did at the Eco Commons. Yeah. Uh, and with the uh, the old, uh, I forgot the name of the restaurant that was there. Pickrick. Pickrick, yeah, yeah that, that's right. You know, we, we, we were, we're, we're all uppity about changing building names right now, but, you know, a, a good reminder with the D.M. Smith building getting renovated, D.M. Smith building hasn't been renovated since it was built in the 20s, Ooh. and it was originally named for Carnegie because Carnegie gave the money for it. Yeah. And then we did an honorary renaming mm-hmm. of it. And Lord knows Carnegie wasn't pitching a fit when that happened. Nope. <laughs> so... You know, change, we're not rewriting history, we're writing a new present and a new future. Yeah. And addressing that and becoming comfortable with that, we've done it before, we can do it again. Yeah. The and fact that it was named those things, we're not going to erase that. We know no. That would not be legit, that would just wouldn't be good of us to erase a thing that happened because we still got to learn from it yeah, in some we, way or form. We, we need to recognize and contextualize the bad things that have happened. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're in the present day. George Tech has no relationship with any of the four people for whom those buildings are named. We mm. don't have a relationship with their descendants. They're not on any of our records mm. um, as currently living descendants who have a relationship with Tech. Mm. No one's fighting for them. I don't know why we're defending them. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, what do you want to see from the next batch of SGA people for 22-23? You know, as unglamorous as it is, internal restructuring. Um, you know, SGA had a lawsuit a few years ago. We still, you know, the greatest challenge facing every student organization right now, and SGA is no exception, is COVID brain drain. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to create buy-in. We need to train the next generation. Yeah. Um, I, right now, I'm, I am really asking folks in my cabinet, I'm saying, hey, please come back next year. Yeah. Serve a second term in your VP role. Mm-hmm. You know, if you run and win, run and lose, come back. Because we need stability right now. Yeah. Every student org needs that right now. And so figuring out the future of SGA internally, it's not how you're going to win a campaign. No one really can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not a glamorous campaign item. Right. Um, but that's something that needs to happen right mm-hmm. now. Um, future SGA, increasing access, increasing care. Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, we, we are continuing conversations about a campus bar, actually. Oh, wow. Um, there is a text word contract coming up for renegotiation, um, and I'm scouting some locations with our VP of Campus Services soon. Okay. Um, so that is still genuinely in the works. We had it. We almost had a temporary bar location, but then Capital Planning and Space Management declared that we couldn't route water to a certain building. Yeah. So we're, we're adapting um, and still looking toward a long-run solution because okay. um, we need a safe, 
we need a safe on campus nighttime solution that yeah. doesn't depend on Greek life. I love Greek life. I'm part of Greek life. Yeah. It's not a truly equitable place. Right. Yeah. And so we need a safe space for students to gather at night. Yeah. So, you know, that's a long-term project. We're going to celebrate 100 years of SGA in the fall. Wow. Um, big homecoming reunion party for it. Nice. Um, you know, a, a vision that I have for Georgia Tech is us being unapologetically ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, we're successful. Uh, I tell people nowadays, I think Georgia Tech has a humility problem. Yeah, I, I think we, we do too much for the state. We create too many beautiful, special things to keep as quiet as we do about it. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I served, uh, SGA president has the privilege of serving on the GT advisory board. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a room of CEOs and VPs. It's a room I'm never going to be in again, I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, but these folks are looking there, and they're all tech alum, and we're telling them about what GTRI is doing, what our students are doing, what CreateX is doing. And they're going, I didn't know this. Why is this not on a billboard in my hometown? Why is this not an advertisement? Yeah. Um, and, and so we're, you know, with, with Cabrera's administration, we are starting to to advertise all nice. the good that is being done. And I, and I hope that we continue to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I do think we need to prioritize recruitment and retention of professors. I think mm-hmm. post-tenure review, um, I think the ongoing chancellor search, I know that it's shaking up our faculty. Yeah. And and I recommend talking to them about that because they're in a position where our faculty shouldn't be scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now they're not feeling super comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm here to advocate for students. Part of advocating for students is making sure we have damn good professors. Mm-hmm. And so there's a there's progress to be made there in terms of that. Yeah. Um, labor retention is huge. We need to be valuing and maintaining and retaining our employees. And I know that's not something that necessarily every average student thinks about. But the average student interfaces with 50 things that someone who gets paid to touch those things has built those things. Yeah. And so I, you know, one of the greatest struggles this year, um, you know, I am optimistic. I'm really grateful for the work we've gotten to do. Um, I'm realistic that we haven't gotten to do everything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the struggles that we had was admin are leaving, you know, yeah. the, the great resignation has affected Georgia tech. Mm-hmm. And there were rooms that I was in where I was like, I want this for students, but I don't want this employee to quit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so striking that balance is really difficult. And I hope that we get to a space where Georgia Tech is a, such a great place to work yeah. that students can go to those admin comfortably and say, hey, I need this mm-hmm. and, and never have to be worried about anything. Yeah. Now, this place is of the greatest platforms. Yeah. The state's got, never mind, just college in general. Yeah. Which is, I mean, tech, no wonder a bunch of international students are like, yeah, let's go here. Yeah. Because... There's something there's something about this place and people know and there's legacy and all that whatnot. Yeah. But you've also got to maintain it at the same yeah. time. It does it can't just run itself. Yeah. Um Yeah. What's next for you after after your days? Law school, hopefully. All right, nice. Yeah. Where at? Um, don't know. I've gotten a few acceptances, but we're waiting to hear back. All right. Yeah. Nice. Anywhere in the state? Gotten to that small farm town in Athens. Oh, uh, th- yeah. yeah. Um yeah. but fortunately a different I, I got an acceptance <laughs> that means that I don't even I'm not even considering. All right, there you go. There you go. Um, big hairy whatever dog over there. Uh, heck, that guy. The, the the greatest relief was they they were the first acceptance, and I can tell you the second acceptance was a greater relief. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, well, hey, thanks a lot for all you've done for campus over the last Likewise. year. Um, we may not see everything and whatnot because there's just a lot of us yeah. doing a lot of other things, but you're keeping the ship in the right direction, I think. So I appreciate it. Hey, the, the student center started as an SGA resolution about 15 years ago. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. The stuff that we do here matters, uh, no matter who you are, no matter what level you're doing it at, because it ripples 
And the opportunities come when you least expect. Mm-hmm. We didn't expect to get in-house dining when we got in-house dining. Yeah. One of our contractors, they fell back. Yeah. They weren't providing the services they promised us. Mm-hmm. They violated terms of contract for the first time ever. And, and you know, or to the shock of people who had worked on it for years, we got in-house dining. Mm-hmm. You know, the Levy's break one day and for the better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, thank you for coming on again. And Thank I think you for having I'll, me. I've only got so many more episodes of this, too, so <laughs> I'll be out of here as well. Uh, the Technique is the uh, student newspaper on Georgia Tech's campus. Uh, we are three. We're about to release our third issue this semester. Uh, it's our Valentine's oh, yeah. issue, which some sections will be Valentine's themed. Others, like <laughs> mine, the sports section, will not be because that's just not our thing. But it's okay. You can find the paper in hard copy anywhere, any, in any big building on campus. Someone did ask me, like, where do you find it? I'm like, well, do you go in a building? Yeah. That's where it is. They're they're in all them. Uh, all of our issues also get or issues and articles by themselves get posted online pretty frequently at neek.net. And we will see you all next time.